All right, people. Let's go ahead and get into this next film right here. Horror movie that Martin and I, well, I don't know, maybe me more than Martin can relate to, because back in the 70s and the 80s, boy, they was snatching kids up left yep. and right. Or you were terrified of being snatched up. Yep. There was a serial killer out there. There was a new serial killer every week. <laughs> yeah. Shit, my parents didn't have to tell us to come in before dark. We ran, they, we ran <laughs> that motherfucker and locked the door. <laughs> oh, we still stayed out playing yeah, yeah. anyway. <laughs> Shit, you did, I did. Shit, they hadn't said that there was a serial killer out there. Shit, I ran in. It was 4 o'clock. I'm locking chains and shit on the door. What you doing, boy? <laughs> Man, they out there. Yeah, the hell with Jason and Michael Myers. Yeah, we, we had real shit. Yeah, so this movie taking place in 1978, Black, the, the Black Phone. Hey, look. That's a story within itself. Just kids getting snatched up by real-life serial killers. And I say real-life for the movie. Nothing kind of, you know, again, no Michael Myers or no supernatural right, thing right, like right, Jason. Right. No, no, no slashers. Just, no. Just a creepy-ass dude. Just a, just a creepy-ass dude. That, oh, was a, that, that, is, that is scary enough in itself. Right. right. You, you, you don't need some immortal killing machines with a machete. No. When you got just people out there. But yet, that wasn't enough for this movie right here. Ethan Hawke looking like an evil magician running around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. It wasn't, it wasn't enough. No, we have to have a haunted black <laughs> rotary phone <laughs> that actually plays, well, one would hope a very clever part of the story. You know, in this movie taking place in 1978, got a kid named Finn. Kid, he's already having a bad day, man. He, yeah, man, he, life is not good for Finn. Man, he, he getting beat up. Girl he want to talk to ain't paying him no attention. He... <laughs> He throws a home runner at the game. He ain't having a good day. No. And then on top of that, a goddamn evil magician snatches his ass up and puts him in the It just is not Finn's day, man. Poor old Finn, boy. <laughs> of course his name is Finn. Yes. <laughs> Aren't they all? Yes. It is a typical kind of name for that. Yeah. With a name like Finn, you're going to get snatched up by something. Yeah. yeah just, I wasn't even going to grab you, but your name's Finn. Yeah. 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 Just, just, just yeah, get in the van. Stop bullshit. Yeah. Shit, boy, he hit every check mark. <laughs> no girl, bullies, <laughs> can't play sports, kidnapped. But lucky for him, when he's kidnapped, he's put into the damn, lucky. Lucky, I'm about to say, wait a minute, lucky. Yeah, he's put into the he's put into the uh, basement. You know, because this is the time when also every killer had a suburban dungeon. Mm -hmm. Hey, it was shit. easy to put together. Hell yeah. Shit, you know. You, you, they, they, they sold kits at the Home Depot. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, there was no Home Depot there. It would be the Ace Hardware store. Yeah, man. You know, uh, Christian Gray had nothing on this motherfucking boy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he lived in a suburb where you ain't even allowed to have a basement. But somehow, <laughs> he had one just for snatching these kids up. And he puts them in the dungeon. And we don't know. We figure, like, it's some very, very disturbing things that are happening, though, to Finn over here, man. But fortunately, the spirits of the prior victims, they've been putting all these clues together. You know, they, they found just enough stuff around the room to come back to life or come back to the land of the living through this phone for just a little while and give him just enough information to possibly, hopefully escape? Maybe. Maybe. And people are saying, how does all that work out? Boy, that's a lot. Boy, that ain't even the beginning. <laughs> it's just a couple of things in this movie. 
that goes in a lot of directions. Normally we say when a movie goes in a lot of directions, it has a lot of ideas that they want to present, it's trying to do a lot, we say that that's bad. This movie does have a lot of ideas, it is doing a lot. Is that a bad thing in this case though? Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for The Black Phone and we'll be back with our review. Would you like to see a magic trick? No. Yeah. <laughs> the answer should always be no. I got some. I, listen, I, again, not saying anything about the movie, but I got some nitpicks with this right here. <laughs> just, just, just a couple. Starting to like you, Finny. I almost let you go. Don't hang up. Who are you? <laughs> this is a collect call from hell. <laughs> Do you Do accept? accept the charges? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> work. Hang it up. I made you some breakfast. What'd you put in that? Salt and pepper. <laughs> Have you seen this boy? My brother, he was taken. By a man with black balloons. <laughs> I had a dream about it. Please let the dream be real. Getting out of here. How? There's a combination lock. What's the combination? Hang up the phone! Ah! You don't have much time. You're gonna use a weapon. You are special, Finny. Please hurry! The creepiest damn thing. Now, before this was a movie, before it was even a script for a movie, uh, this was a this is a short story uh, written by Joe Hill. And if you don't know the name Joe Hill, you know you definitely know his father. Uh, and this is Joe Hill right here. Joe Hill is the son of Stephen King. I mean, you look at him, man. You like, can oh, look at yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! I mean, <laughs> this is how Stephen—maybe less cross-eyed—but this is how Stephen King looked when yeah. he was a when he was a kid. It's, it's it's amazing. But the thing is, you can and you can definitely tell that this is Stephen King's son right here because Stephen King's DNA is in this movie. This, this, in this it's in this movie, but. You can definitely, you can definitely tell that he is Stephen King's son because bullies run this fucking town. There you go. Stephen King has just like one or two bullies that select a couple of kids to beat the shit out of. In this town, this movie, bullies run this place. They <laughs> run this joint, it's man. Bully town. It is bully <laughs> town, man. I don't even, how the hell is this killer snatching up these kids because they are vicious? They would beat his ass. <laughs> 
what they the moment they saw this fool with a top hat, they would beat his ass just for looking stupid. With that top hat on. Yeah, they, they would beat his ass just for looking like that. Shit, even even Joe Hill is hanging out in front of the convenience store waiting to beat up some kids right now. Well, yeah, Stephen King always has vicious ass bullies in his movies. I, but right down to like books, carbon names and carbon numbers names, in the people's yeah. skin oh, and shit. everything. The kids in this town are so vicious that the good kids have to learn how to be more vicious than them <laughs> just to protect themselves. Right. So they got one badass in this movie. Don't ask why, because the, the, the reason why is because I want to live. <laughs> shit, listen, man, it's so, the bullies, are, they, they run this town so much, they run and gangs and beat up people, but the adults just have the police on speed dial. They just pick up, they, they add it again. Yeah, they, they go. <laughs> and the police say, What do you want us to do? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one of the bullies is it? They're firmly in charge. I'm I sorry. mean, this. This is this is not a town. This is the apocalypse, man. <laughs> With these feral kids just running around, just beating the shit out of each other. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but you know, with this with this film right here. Uh, like I said, man, 1978, great setting for the movie uh, because the movie starts out kind of, I like the way it starts out and it, like if I didn't know what this was, I think it, was, it, would, it would be pretty cool the way they just kind of steer me in different directions without me knowing. Kind of, It starts out as sort of, uh, it feels like it's going to start out as a, a, a slice of life, a coming of age movie. Yeah. You know, you got... And, and they do it without being too overbearing, man. Like, they got the uh, songs that play, you know, they're playing Free Ride at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, you're seeing people in all the tight-ass 70s striped shirts right, and everything. Right, right. Um, riding bicycles Riding everywhere. bicycles, and then it gets ominous real quick, and then it starts going into the serial killer story. And at that point, after the serial killer story is introduced, which, look, we got enough to work with right now. Now we bring it in the supernatural. And I'm like, God damn, boy, you just throwing in everything. Is there a talking dog in here somewhere or something? <laughs> but... So it's doing a lot and does all that work together. Now, I would say there's a great portion of this movie that does work. Uh, one of the things that don't work to me, that doesn't, I have to just, listen, it's not going to make or break the movie for me. I do have to say, though, uh, Ethan Hawke in the movie, he does give, he does give a, a great performance. Uh, and, uh, now, his performance is great. I think as far as... Uh, and we've never. The reason why I think people will be talking about him because we have never seen him be this creepy before. Sure, I mean we just saw him as a, the villain in Moon Knight, but nothing to this effect. Well, even as the villain in Moonlight and in Moon Knight, he's still pretty cool. He's pretty. Right. He's, right. As the villain in Moon Knight, he's actually pretty nice and polite. See, this neighborhood used to have the highest crime rate in all the city. There was so much suffering, so much pain. Good evening. Good evening. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, no. hey, that's a nice ass villain, man. Right, right. Just right, going around, right. just greeting the people. Hey, having a good night. Hey. I'll kill you later. Have a good evening. Yeah, he's up to something, goddamn it. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you've never seen him be this creepy, this slimy before. Uh, I'll get into what this character is like, how that character plays out later. You know, as far as the performance, though, I, I think it's for Ethan Hawke. Just as a change of pace, something different is great. Now, and he's also got a creepy name. He's called the Grabber. That's just the goddamn boy. <laughs> he's well, you know, to the point. I mean, when it came to the, the papers and the police, they didn't have a lot of imagination. <laughs> they should deny yeah. What does he do? He grabs people. All right, the Grabber. But okay, look, I'm not. I'm not. I don't. Again, I don't want to be asshole Corey right here, but because I'm, I'm not going to say kids deserve to be grabbed by this guy, caught by this guy. I'm not going to even say the police, I'm not going to outwardly say the police are stupid, but God damn, how can you not catch a grown-ass man riding around in a 
broke down black ass van and a top hat with no windows with no windows in a van full of black not not just balloons but black ass balloons dropping shit in the middle <laughs> when he gets out the van shit oh shit oh, 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 oh shit hey kid can you help me out I mean look if you get snatched by that motherfucker I don't I, I, you kind of have it coming. I don't necessarily so much feel that way. Because <laughs> I was like, ah, I think it's a pretty clever way he has of snatching these kids with his, you know, distraction. Hey, it's what a ma- magician does. It's all about misdirection. Throw something over here. But I, I only take a little umbrage to it because they notice somebody out snatching people. That's so, what I'm saying. So <laughs> it was, with so many kids have been snatched at this point, that somebody randomly comes up and is like, oh, to look at me. Hey, you want to see a man trigger? Like, you, you should be like the minute of, uh, somebody that you don't know comes up, you're taking off and going the other way. I'm sorry. When you hear about a man grabbing people and kids that you know that are dying, and you're going to get close to this dude? And yeah, you ain't never seen or heard of him you before. Ain't never, and he, look and he looks fucking yeah, weird. Look at him. Goddamn powder on his face and a top hat dressed up in his black ass shirt this 90 degree weather and the police fuck you too. This man's driving around in a black government looking van with abracadabra on the side of it that calls attention to he should have serial killer on the side of it because he gives himself away. I mean that's the only thing. I'm, you know, I, I ain't gonna let it slide. I'm gonna take points off of that. It don't. I'm not saying it ruins the movie for me, but it's just the come on, man. That was kind of an obvious thing yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's a it's a convenient thing that that he's able to do this without getting caught. But but Ethan Hawke, I wish there was more to his character because he's great. His performance is great and it's effective. The character, there's nothing really wrong with the character. I would only say that he plays it in the way that you know a typical serial crazy serial killer plays it. You know he. He uh, he's got these nervous tics and mannerisms, and you know he's just you know he's eccentric, and uh, and that's you know that's the that's the most of that character. Now he's not the center of attention here either. Right. Well, just the the less you know about him, the the more nervous you are because you're like, what is what is what's this guy's deal? Yeah. Can I, can I get in his head? Can I can I play this game? Yeah. I'm only saying that you know we we got a Joker style character right here. Mm. You know, it's nothing. It's nothing that we haven't really seen before. You know, we got you know we've seen these types over and over again. But not again. Nothing wrong. He's effective. He's uh, he's very ominous. He's very mm-hmm. threatening. Um, you know, I I think the strength of the movie comes in, and you know, and also with this character, I think they they're like, okay, you know, let's hey man, let's make a really good Halloween costume this year too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, because he's got that mask, and I say the mask is effective because it does play up to his character. He he. Uh, he doesn't take uh, he doesn't take the mask off completely. He uh, yeah, it's a two parts. It's a it, it's a yeah, it's a two part, it's a two part mask. Or actually, a, and it comes with di- different accessories. Yeah, yeah, you can you can change your expression. Like they should it, fuck a Halloween costume. Get an action figure, of this dude. I know. You can just keep changing the faces <laughs> on him. Man, I thought many faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because it looks like, a, you know, sometimes it's frowning, sometimes it's grinning, sometimes it has no mouth at all. Sometimes he has the bottom part off, part off sometimes he has the top part off. I thought it was kind of cool that he never took the mask off, though. That did make him very creepy. You're scared and you want to go home? I'll take you home soon. Sister, I got to be upstairs for a while. Something's come up. What? Never mind what. 
Someone's coming. I'll scream. If someone's upstairs, they'll hear me. With the door shut, no one can hear anything down here. I soundproofed it myself. So shout if you like, you won't bother anyone. If you try to touch me, I'll scratch your face. And whoever's coming will see and ask why. This face? And as you can see, when it's completely put together, it's a Willem, <laughs> it's a Willem Dafoe face. <laughs> if I was Willem Dafoe, I'd sue, man. <laughs> you know that's me. I ain't bullshitting nobody. I wish. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what I do like about this character also is that they never really say what he's doing. You can take a lot from it. I mean... Is he sexually molesting kids? Is he just torturing them and killing them? I like that they didn't tell you exactly what he's doing because, again, leaving that to your imagination makes it scarier. Uh, at least I didn't really, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What, yeah, you know, I mean, there's so many different ways to take it. Smart move, I thought, right there. Um, yeah, whenever they do that though in movies, even though I didn't see this one, but when they do that with making a child molester, it immediately puts the brakes on the film for you. I mean, you're like, oh, so you're thinking about that instead of letting his character flow and get, you know, you well, you're just watching to see what he does next. Like if you if you think he's a child molester out the bat, if they show you that he is, you don't even want to see it. You don't want to see it. No, does. you don't want to okay, see that. Yeah, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. So maybe that makes it more that way. No, you don't want to see that. Fluid. And they, they and plus they've already shown right. something in the movie with kids. I thought that this was cool too. Like probably one of the most you know the, the hard to watch scenes of violence in the movie is not done by the killer. I mean, it's, it's hinting at what he does, and of course, what he does is a lot more horrifying. But, uh, you know, this, I don't know, man, shit. I, used, I, I looked at this movie and like, damn, was I abused? I used to get my ass whooped like, that, like somebody in this movie right here. Well, I tell you, man, uh, one of the things, <laughs> when, when it was done, I, I was like, I immediately got to look up Scott Derrickson. I mean, I know he, who he is, the director, yeah. but I went to look up his, when was he born? 1966. That was the year after I was born. Because he captures... That that child that seventies childhood so perfectly and especially when it comes to getting whippings. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, shit. You you see P I I am and also it it's also sold by the, the, the young actress. The way she cries, I'm like, that's how you cry from a whipping. It uh, sure is. Yeah, uh, like I was like, man, it made me realize like I haven't seen a kid get whipped or cry in a movie in twenty years, maybe thirty. But, but, yeah. but they, this captured it. I was like, oh, shit, this is taking me back. Boy, they have a, they got a scene in here that is clearly child abuse. And I was like, then I was abused because yeah, I got exactly. my ass beat like that. Just like that, yeah. Shit, I, I was like, I hate to tell y'all. <laughs> shit, I don't know. Maybe that's the father of the year right there. I don't know, man. Uh, but, yeah, it, he caught the, that part of the 70s. Shit, that, was, that wasn't abuse. That was parenting <laughs> uh -huh. back then. That was just, that was just you just, fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, you, asked for you caught it and you took it because yeah. you knew it. Yeah. <laughs> and they let you know all day long too. Oh yeah, <laughs> when I get home. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, goddamn And right down to say something else. Sorry, right. stop that crying. Or I say you ain't gonna do it no more. I ain't gonna do it no more. No, you ain't gonna do it no more. Why you Say something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was that little girl, man, who played? She's brilliant. 
Yeah, she was. She's great, man. I don't know who the little. Yeah, I think girl she played Ant Man's daughter. Yeah, I don't know who that little girl is that was I in that role. I looked her name up before coming over here, and then we started the show. I was like, it went right out of my head. Ah, uh, that's someone, too bad. Someone to him or two M's. Starts with two M's. Yeah. Oh, Madeline McGraw. That that's it. Yeah, Ma- yeah, Madeline McGraw. <laughs> she is she is uh, she's brilliant in this, man. She's the she's the uh, the the little girl in the movie, the the little sister. Uh, God damn, really? They ain't gonna let me see here. They didn't put that. They ain't giving Google to gave gave her no credit at all. Really? <laughs> yeah, everybody in there. I like uh, like side characters, minuscule characters. Man, <laughs> they getting more credit than she is, and she's one of the best actresses in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Let me see here. Madeline McGraw. Yeah, that 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 little girl was great, man. And there she is, right there. And I gotta tell you. Uh, but between her and the kid that plays Finn, yeah, her brother, I love them in the movie because they, you know, they were looking out for each other. They, you know, they were protecting each other. Yeah, uh, every everybody <laughs> likes to go to the antagonistic relationship between siblings, and it was it was nice that this didn't do that. And I'm okay, not talking, yeah. To, yeah, and I ain't talking about against uh, uh, against dad. I like shit. That little girl whooped up on some bullies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one dude looking at her like, God damn, what you do to me? <laughs> hey, man, get your sister. <laughs> yeah, but the kid who plays uh, Finn, Mason Thames, man, he is he's really good too. Yeah, there's a moment where he. He has a great he has a great moment in the movie, man. Because he's what I like about him is that he's real strong, man. He's not obnoxious. He's not wimpy either. You know, he, he look he takes an ass whooping, keeps on going. Yeah. He takes an ass whooping from from everybody from the bullies <laughs> to that killer, and he just gets up and just like, well, just another day in the life of Finn. <laughs> <laughs> my my daddy hits harder than that. Yeah, there's a point where he's so he's he's used to getting so kicked while he's down with Ghostar calling him. He's like. Hello? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah what, what you want? <laughs> yeah, shit. I don't give a fuck anymore. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> See, you're a ghost. Sure. Yeah, it, it doesn't phase him. And there was something about that that I liked, man. Yeah, same here. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, honestly, his ability to take a punch ended up being his biggest asset. Because <laughs> he's used to it. Yeah. Shit, a punch, a kick? Yeah. He's like, you know you fuck with? I'm Finn, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I gotta tell you, man, somebody that you haven't seen for a while, who is really, well, maybe you have, and I just haven't seen him in, in, in something for a while. But this guy, he was all over the place in the late '90s, 2000s. But uh, Jeremy Davies, man. Oh yeah, because he was on Lost yep. and, and Justified, and he was on Hannibal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But here he plays the you know quote unquote abusive dad. First of all, this dude is—he's—he's he's giving it his all, man. <laughs> I mean, I almost felt bad for him because he really was like, I don't like whooping your ass, but you bringing this shit on yourself. Now, most would be like, you wrong for that, but like, you know what? I believe him. <laughs> I don't want to do this shit, but you brought it on yourself. <laughs> I was like, man, he is—he is great. Yeah, he is. Jeremy yeah. Davies is great in this, man. And I tell you, one of the things that uh is great about his character is that he's not played to be like the bad alcoholic dad. There's a lot. To that, 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 that was the interesting thing because him coming on being the the alcoholic dad who can't do nothing without barely talk without sipping yeah. vodka and, and 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 you know you watch him um, you know beat the little girl and yeah you do think oh that fucking alcoholic asshole dad and the longer it goes on you're like man I I 
I kind of feel sorry for this guy. No, he, you he's did. struggling. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because there's a lot going on in his life that they tell you about in the movie. And it's, it's like, wow. I mean, it's not cool to take it on your kids, but you can see that he's he's doing this for a reason. It's not right, but I understand his reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something in the movie that I did. Uh, that I did. I'm not. I don't know if it's a real problem. I just didn't think it was necessary. And I'm gonna tell you about that in a little bit. But I am gonna tell you what is necessary. And <laughs> hey, look. Hey, maybe I'm about to tell you something necessary. But you. But you need this. You need honey. You need Jesus. You need Jesus, and hopefully Jesus can get you some honey. Now I ain't talking about the bee juice and jelly. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the service honey right here. Honey, you need this. I'm not saying get it because, um, you know, it's going to be nice. It's something that's going to help you out. No, you need this in your life. thing with honey is that online, you know, that there are, there, there are coupon codes for a lot of items out there, a lot of items that you're looking for. And a lot of those you just can't find unless you do a lot of searching. So honey is a free, a free shopping tool that will search the Internet for a coupon codes and promo codes and it will search the best deal and apply it to what you're buying and put it right there in your cart and let you know ahead of time that you're saving some money getting a good deal um, so here's how it works I've explained it to you before but if you haven't heard it already so the way honey works is you know you're shopping online favorite place to do your shopping place you go to regularly uh, and when you check out, now on the side over here, if I was to go to a site shopping somewhere, uh, you would have you would have a, a button that comes out on the side. And all you have to do is click it to apply any coupons that Honey has found. It is that simple. And if the price suits you, then click it and collect your bargain. Now also what I like about this is that Sometimes they'll tell you, ah, 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 don't you buy that. Don't you buy that shit. Uh, they're going to be lowering the prices later on. I promise you, man. If you want to save some money, if you can just wait for a little while, we got you. I mean, go ahead and buy it now if you need to. But uh, I'm just saying. They pulling the okie doke on you trying to get a combo. <laughs> but, and I have used this. I just bought, I just bought, and, I'm, and it's going to be coming over pretty soon. I just bought a wire that I need for one of the speakers over here that's not working properly. You hear, there's no sound coming out over there. I think the wire's out. So I just bought a wire, and Honey gave me a discount. I think like 15% or something like that on that. Uh, but that's how I've had more. But for that wire, it gave me a discount. Saved some money nevertheless. And you can too. And also, it doesn't just work on a desktop. If you got an iPhone, very convenient. It works on there too. So cool. as I said, very cool. You, you it's something that you should have. I'm just telling you, that, you know, all salesmanship aside, it doesn't cost you anything, and it's just something that you should have to be just a smart shopper when you're shopping online anyway. So get it for free and let them know that we were the ones that told you to get it. Go to joinhoney.com forward slash toasted. That's J-O-I-N-H-O-N-E-Y.com forward slash toasted. Toasted is T-O-A-S-T-E-D. Let them know Double Toasted sent you. Help us out. Help yourself by getting those discounts and coupon codes out there with minimum effort. And I want to thank Honey for sponsoring this portion of the show. And I want to thank all of you out there for your support. Okay, so, so with, this, uh, with this movie, 
again, there's a lot of things that work in this, man. I, I, I'll tell you, it's a, it's a, it's a great crowd pleaser. And in addition to being many things, you know, having elements of a coming of age story, you know, a period piece, uh, you know, a thriller, a horror movie, shit is almost like a video game. The yeah. way they keep telling him all these oh, clues to put together. Yeah, yeah, like, so yeah, yeah, you're right. You're I almost right. say, like, this should have been a video game. Uh -huh. They keep telling you these clues to put together, to use in the right order, to in order, in order to get wow, a little he, further. You were so right about that. Yeah, man. You know, I was, uh, I thought, that, and if, hey, you know what? And if, uh, it, it be, being that it's not a video game now, make one. Mm -hmm. You know, be one of the kids that he had earlier that got out or something. I, that is so dark, though. <laughs> it is. A game where you're trapped by a child or, you know, a child abductor yeah. in their basement. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it works that way, too, man. So, why, you know, what, in effect, what it does is it, it even though it's a movie that probably, you know, could be a video game, people are seeing this kid pick up these clues. They're seeing him like almost getting out. You know, you just do these things in the right order. And the audience is really into it, man. The audience is really captivated by seeing this kid be able to escape. It's funny. I sat next to a woman, and when the Blumhouse, you know, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Just the you opening. Call them uh, not, not even the trailer, just the bumper. The, the, the oh, opening. yeah, yeah. And they showed Jason. She was like, no. And I was like, I, I'm not going to have a problem with her. Cause she's sitting right next to me. Oh, you talking about they show Michael Myers in the background? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's showing Michael Myers. She was already, oh, oh no. I, I, well, whatever is, is is in the bumper. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, here we go. She'll be talking through this whole thing. But this movie's suspenseful, and she was yeah. quiet. Like I think like everybody was just like gripping their armrests on the edge of their seat. Yeah. Now, you know, again, they're doing a lot in this movie, and I don't think. I don't think they need to do some of the things that are that are happening here, and if, and some of these things are probably stuff from. Uh, from the book. Um, again, something that has a very Stephen King element in here. The little sister, she got the shining. Now I don't say it, you know, but she she has she has uh, she has dreams predicting predicting yeah. what what's happening with these kids. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I don't think it's even needed. I think in, in a way it's just kind of a Again, it's a narrative shortcut for some things that are happening too. There's so much working in this movie, and that's one you, of them that you, I, you know what? Uh, you were right about that. It's just, she was just such a joy. Like anytime that actress was on screen, I just loved her. Oh, and I was like, oh, I was yeah. happy they were giving her stuff to do. But you're right, you, you didn't really need that. Yeah, I actually <laughs> thought it, it brought the movie down a little bit because it, it doesn't really come to any effective resolution. There's no explanation for it. Uh, it gives, it gives her. You're right. It gives her good scenes. Boy, she cussed some cops out right there. She cussed <laughs> some cops so, out. Rightly so too. Yeah, they trying to bring and trying to scare her ass. You like fuck both y'all. You ain't shit. <laughs> Yeah, you looking to Yeah, what you gonna do? Fuck both of y'all. Yeah. Yeah, try to play hard. Try, try to yeah. play good cop, bad cop with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she looking at that black cop right now. Get me alone with this motherfucker. I'll fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me five minutes. Give me five minutes with him. I'll fuck his black ass up. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking she to you. She looking at nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it is the 70s. It is the <laughs> There's a there's a religious crisis with her, her you know it's it's very convenient for some of these things that she has these visions that she has, but they never really explained why this this specific for certain things. I just think it's uh, not not the it's not the uh, it's not the best written thing in the movie. And I don't think it's necessary. And I think the movie could have done without it. 
Um, at least they don't have Scatman Crothers come up and no, no, yeah, <laughs> start talking yeah. about it. Girl, you got the shine. <laughs> you got the shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, it, but no, it's, uh, again, uh, I think it would streamline the movie better. But, again, it, it, the movie works in so many other areas, man. Uh, and I also like the way that this was edited. Uh, you know, I think everything flowed together very well. I think maybe it just got a little... F- got, the editing started to fall apart. And when I say fall apart, it just wasn't as good as it was when it started out. But that's probably near the very end. But, man, everything flows pr- very smooth together. And uh, I think Scott Derrickson, I mean, you can tell that he's... Uh, he, you know, his, his heart was in his project, man. You know, he directs it so well. He's very effective with his camera moves. Even the jump scares are very effective. You know, uh, normally I'm not one for a jump scare, but the way he did them... Uh, didn't feel cheap at all. Yeah, so. and, well, I, I, that was a, a thing I felt with the whole movie. It's like, wow, I am watching what is technically a horror movie, even though it feels so much like more like a thriller. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, having a supernatural element, I was like, okay, I, I guess that officially pushes it over to being a horror movie. Yeah. But unlike so many horror movies, it didn't feel cheap. Like, they, they spent a good amount of time setting up this place where they live, and you get to know and like these characters even side characters it feels lived in so that when stuff starts going down there is that feeling of tension like as opposed to horror movies where you either don't care about people or you hate them and you're like i'm just here for to watch them die i'm here for the kills and this is the opposite where it's that i'm here because i want things to work out yeah and i'm and i I, yeah like i said i was tensed up through most of it yeah what would you give it I, I give it a, a very high matinee. Oh, oh you know what? That was, I'm right there with you. I was on night, uh, matinee, a uh, high matinee. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah, no, I give this a very positive matinee. It's, a, it's very effective. Like I said, there's some things that just could have been done to just kind of really. Like if I was reading a book I, I, and make this a movie, I would have cut some things out to make it just go a little bit smoother. And the, 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 the dream stuff would have been one of them. Mm. But they did give that girl a lot of stuff to do with that. Yeah. A lot of stuff, they, they had a really good moment with the dad with that. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a matinee for me. Uh, yeah, and they they had a scene that you know you probably didn't have to include it, but with one of the one of the boys that got snatched, just looking at um, home movies of him um, when he was young, and it really hit me. Yeah, you know, I one of the things I also I guess maybe take some points off. I was worried in the beginning. There's a scene in the bathroom where the dialogue is terrible. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, and it's not. It's only for a little while. It's only for a little while. It's only for like it's it's about two or three minutes. But the dialogue was terrible in this bathroom, man. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was because of one of the actors. But once that boy was gone, things got a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. Was it a school bathroom or something? Yeah, it was a school oh, bathroom. Yeah. Oh, I think it was the actor. Yeah, probably so. But yeah, between the and, and I and I can nail it again. The things I took the points off for, besides the dream stuff, like I said, the the typical bullies. Even though there's a lot more of them right now, I'm just tired of bullies today. I mean, me too, man. I'm 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 so sick of it. I was on the verge of writing an article about it because I was like, <laughs> please to, write that article. Yeah, because 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 I wasn't even thinking about it, and it's like. Here they are again. Oh, wait. Who wrote this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, yeah, y'all. Uh, yeah, I, uh, again, you heard our ratings. Uh, Matinee. Uh, but what do you think, man? You know, you Well, I forgot this movie, man. <laughs> man, that was two hours ago. I don't remember that. <laughs> I ain't going to say too much because I'm going to save it for my review. I'm going to do it later oh, on tonight. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I did like a lot of parts in the film. I just, the things that brought it down is stuff that just didn't make any sense to me. Like the, uh, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but it's like the, the, the phone part where he's talking to his other kids. 
It's like that doesn't really make any sense to me. Like ghosts don't make no sense really. I know, but like they don't they don't explain it at all. They didn't, they're they're not even explaining Ethan Hawke's character either. You know, I just I, those kind of things bother. Did me. you really need any explanation for those? I mean, no, but like at least toward the ending, be like, all right, this is maybe why I'm doing these type of certain things. But they don't give you none of that, you know? So it's like, I wish we would have got that. You know, they could have maybe spent five minutes talking about that. That would have been cool. But it's like, I don't know. That's, that that stuff and then her dream stuff just kind of bothered me. It's kind of like, oh, these are just stuff to, uh, it's like her little cheating to get throughout the film, you know? That's, you know, yeah, that's why I said yeah. narrative shortcut. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just didn't like that, you know? Um, I definitely think people will enjoy this a lot more, especially if you see it with a crowd. Uh, don't be expecting a lot of jump scares in there. There's maybe like two, maybe at most two. Um, but you know, my <clears throat> rating would be probably like a a, a rental. You know, okay. Uh, like y'all liked it way more than I did. I noticed something about you. You don't like when things are mysterious. You want everything explained. No, I'm I like I like it mysterious to a point. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I just say wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait I'm I like tired. I'm I tired. like mysterious. I like mysterious things when they're solved. I'm tired. Wait, what'd you say? I like mysterious things when they're solved. What'd you say? Okay. Uh, no, like I just like I just like some things explained out to me. Like like I said, towards the end, if they would have just had him explain, all right, this is why this stuff is. This is why he's doing this type of certain thing. That would been cool with it, but they just never explained. Yeah, there's sometimes you get an explanation and you'll be like, oh, it didn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, that's true on some of them. But I just, like, for me, I would have liked an explanation. But All right. there's a lot of things I did like, but yeah. Okay. There you go. Right. There, you, there you go. You're on his way. Right. <laughs> there goes Julie. You, you asked. The pro- problem is, he thought it was Black Adam, but it ended up being Black Phone. He was like, man, yeah. <laughs> Is that already? That's not like an Adam story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm going to go ahead. I have to play a commercial break. Have to. I like mystery to a point. <laughs> and then, 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 then you fuck, gotta explain you that shit. Down. I like mystery, man, when it's not mysterious, you know. Yeah. I mean, if the mystery's too mysterious, then what the fuck we doing? What's here? the point? I like not knowing what's going on until you. <laughs> until then I mean, you gotta tell me. Until though. I feel like I know what's going on. <laughs> you know that I meant fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm going back into my phone. <laughs> I ain't saying I, nothing. I don't like detectives that be detecting too much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> 